Welcome to Get Your Book Done. I'm your host, Christine Closer, a Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestselling author, award-winning publisher, and book writing coach to thousands. I love helping aspiring nonfiction authors write, publish, and promote their best books because there's nothing more powerful than writing a book to transform your life, your readers' lives, your business, and ultimately the world with your message. So let's get started. Welcome to today's episode where we are going to have a deep and rich and meaningful conversation about what it means to unmask your soul. And if you are listening to me right now and you are one of those people who wants to write a transformational book, which I imagine you are because you're here listening, um, unmasking your soul happens partially through the process of writing a transformational book. So um, we've got an incredible guest for you today and not only an incredible guest who I've had the honor of um, coaching and guiding and working with for several years and publishing her book under the same name, Unmasking Your Soul, um, but an incredible guest because as a human being, um, like you are in for a treat. Anumani is like one of the sacred beings in the world that I really do consider like a soul sister, um, you know, part of my divine soul family. And I am, I just feel really blessed and honored to be able to introduce you to her today. So let me tell you just a little bit about the one and only amazing, powerful Anumani Santos. Um, Animani Santos, um, now get this. She's an MBA, like she's an engineer. She's a brilliantly brilliant woman in like that one world, but she is also a very powerful modern day shaman who's a motivational speaker, an artist, a best selling author, and a coach who enriches audiences with her powerful channeling and transformational presence, which leads to opening hearts and inspiring minds to new possibilities and a deeper knowing of who they really are. And her greatest passion is empowering creatives, right? People like you, amazing authors, change makers, healers, and transformational leaders to unleash their soul's genius and show up in the world as their most brilliant and authentic self. She is one of the contributors to my best-selling book series, Pebbles in the Pond. She was a part of Wave 4. And her book, Unmasking Your Soul, Book 1, A Transformational Journey of Truth, Light, and Healing, also became an international bestseller. And she is a forthcoming author of the second book in her series, which is about activating the sacred mysteries of the divine heart. So it is really my honor and great joy and pleasure to introduce you to my friend, my soul sister, and yes, a client, but that's like the least of it in our relationship. Um, Anumani, welcome. Thank you so much. It's uh, such an honor to be here with you and with the audience that will listen to this podcast. Yes, yes, yes. And I love to get started asking, like, what led to you becoming an author? What was that journey where authorship showed up on the radar as something that you are here to do and some way that you are meant to serve. I'd love for you to share a little bit about what happened, what got you there. Sure. Um, and you were part of that. Uh, it started in actually when I first had my dream of awakening in 2003, I was actually taking a meditation class 
uh, in that dream, I was told there was a mission for me, but that I wouldn't know what it was until later that I needed to be patient. And I just started meeting people as it happens, you know, the minute we say yes to what our soul is calling us forward to do, the universe then starts to bring the events, the people, the opportunities that help us open up to whatever that is that we're being called forward to embrace. And I was in this meditation class learning, you know, about energy healing and meditation. And a woman came up to me and, you know, asked me what I did for a living. And at the time I was in marketing and she looked at me and said, do you know you're supposed to be a healer? And it was the first time I had heard that. I really didn't know what it meant. But she went on to tell me that she saw that I was supposed to write a book or books. And again, that was new to me. I had never thought about doing that, even though I remember, you know, as a teenager, really loving creative writing. But it, I had given all of that part of me up because I began to live my life really to please others. And then I was watching um, Speak and Write to Make Millions with Lisa Nichols virtually. This was, you know, back in, I think, 2013 or 14. And you came on stage and, and even though I had tried to start writing, it's, there was something in the way. It's like I couldn't get it out. And I knew I needed some level of support to release what was in the way of the words that wanted to flow through me. And when I saw you on stage, you were telling your story of your journey and what had happened in your life. And it, something just acted into my heart. And I just knew that you were the one who was going to help me bring those words. I had been living in a lot of fear and feeling different. And because I felt different and felt I needed to try to fit in, I wore many masks, you know, including in, you know, all the corporate work that I did and was afraid to really let go and go within to see what was there calling me forward. And I signed up for your Get Your Book Done program. And that was the beginning of me really surrendering. I think you were the first person, I think I told you this, where I really allowed that spiritual side of me to come through because mm. it terrified me to let people see that part of me and because it was a part through, of me. And come through, it did. It was incredible <laughs> to witness, really. Thank you. Yeah, that, that, it terrified me to show that part of me up until that point. Because again, there was a part of me that felt I needed to fit in the way others thought I needed to fit in, in order to be loved. And working with you and all the writing retreats we did just started to break down the areas that were in the way. And it reminds me of, you know, Marianne Williamson's book, A Return to Love, 
where she talks about, you know, love is what we are born with, but fear is what we learn. And then we have to unlearn that and relinquish and accept the love that's there. And it was the first time where I realized like, oh my God, I've been living my life from the outside in when really the journey is inside out, which really is what unmasking your soul is about. Yes. And what a journey it's been. I mean, really, what would you say are some of the greatest gifts? Because like when you took this on and you really stepped into writing Unmasking Your Soul and allowing it to be the fullness of the expression that it was, you know, longing to be without holding back out of fear, right? There were so many gifts um, that showed up for you and for those of you listening, like the more you can really um, allow what is there to come through without the fear getting in the way, the gifts are abundant. So would you be willing to share on Umani some of the gifts that you feel like you've really received by truly, I think, surrendering and turning yourself over to the process and to the unfolding and to the transformational journey that writing a book, at least, you know, writing a book in the way that I work with people to do is, would you be willing to share some of the gifts that you've um, received and experienced? Absolutely. So for me, it started with, you know, deepening and embracing what was already there. And I, I talk about this in my book, I believe in what I was shown because a lot of my work is channeled, you know, a connection into whatever you believe in the universe, you know, your guides, God, creator, bringing through the words and the wisdom that we all have access to. And, you know, each of us is here with a, a specific purpose. So my purpose was, was to really live and model that for people, what it means to deepen into who you really are. There were gifts inside of me that I didn't know were there until I started writing. So I remember in one of the retreats that we were in together with you was when I actually received my spiritual name, which is Anumani. And Anumani stands for the jewel, the omniscient jewel of compassion and love. And it represents, right, my journey of what I was unlearning and restoring within me, which was really embracing that love. And then after that, other gifts started to open up. So I had already started doing artwork, but I didn't understand the significance until later as I started writing that the artwork was connected deeply to the soul, that it had energy and vibrations. I now use my art. I've created Oracle cards out of them because they have messages for the folks that I work with. And then channeling started to come through. So it was with the writing as I kept, it's like, you know, there are these layers that begin to, or are created as we have experiences and for me, I now recognize some of it is not just of this life, 
but experiences we've had before create a barrier between you, the real you, the soul part of you, and the part of you that's having this human experience. And those barriers are, you know, usually connected to some level of trauma experiences that made you feel unworthy, were painful. And I like to think of it as restoring ourselves back into love. And so bringing love to the parts of your ego, to the parts of you that have experienced that trauma, to restore that. And as you restore those parts of you, those gifts that are there, it's like the once your vibration matches the vibration of those seeds, they naturally start to express through you. And for me, the channeling really started probably about a year in after I had started working with you, Christine, because by that time I had healed the parts of me that were in the way. And I remember, you know, in 2015 when, you know, this consciousness started to channel through me and it initially scared me. And I was like, Oh my God, what are people going to think? You know? <laughs> and I asked them like, who are you? And they said, well, we're a group of Syrian souls and you know, you can call us Ishtar. And that was the first time I experienced that. And, and shortly after I started channeling, you know, what many call light language, which is the language that, we all recognize at a soul level. And I asked, like, why is this all coming through all of a sudden? And my guide said, because we were going through a big transformation on this earth plane and channeling and light language transcends the mind. And the mind is what's gotten in the way for many of us. Mm. So being able to bring the vibration through in that way, it's like when you hear a beautiful song that speaks to your soul. Well, light language and channeling works in the same way. The vibration's going to wherever you need it. But it was scary because my first thought was like, oh my God, what's my mother going to think? You know, they're going to think I'm crazy because that's what I felt as a child. I felt different. I felt like I really couldn't show that part of me. It didn't feel safe. But as I started working on my book and started bringing love to those parts of me, it felt so natural, like it had been there for eons, just waiting for the moment. So as we write and as we restore those layers, bring that healing, the, the gifts start to come through. And it's amazing. You know, now all of my healing work is through my voice. And my mm. voice has always been my greatest fear, right? And I, I tell my clients, you know, your greatest fear is always going to be your greatest gift. Indeed, indeed. And I want to like back up for just a moment and then I would love for you to continue with, um, with what you're sharing. But you said something that I think, um, a lot of people, uh, that are listening may deal with at some point or another on the journey. And right, cause we're talking about unmasking your soul. And it can feel sometimes a little vulnerable, scary, raw, shaky, like, oh my gosh, I can't do that. And you said like, oh my gosh, like, what is my mother going to think? Mm -hmm. And I haven't yet come across an author and I have worked with tens of thousands of them around the world that doesn't have, maybe it's not 
oh my gosh, like, well, what is my mother going to think? But it's, oh my gosh, what is my son? Like everyone I've met has someone. It, it could be my husband, my children, my coworkers, my, um, you name it, you know, my cousins, my uh, teacher, my whoever, my students. Um, everyone has this like piece of, well, what is such and so going to think? And I'm just curious, like for you, when you really, you know, looked at that, um, what was it, would you say that allowed you to just not let that conversation get in your way? Because there are a lot of authors, sadly, out there who get stuck in this loop and they never get their books done because they're concerned about what such and so might think. So um, do you have any, um, just anything you can share around navigating um, through those very skinny passages sometimes in this author journey um, so that, you know, someone can unmask their soul, can express themselves, can step into the, you know, divinity of the love and the light that they are um, here to be, but you got to navigate some tight turns in the process. Yes, there's a couple things that come to mind. Um, I had the pleasure of listening to Julia Cameron recently. I participated in a virtual online creatives gathering about two weekends ago. Sark was on there, Julia Cameron. And I think you've said something very similar to what Julia said. Somebody asked a similar question. And she said, you have to find the believers in you to mirror to you. Um, and what she meant was, you know, you don't share your work with just anybody. Mm-hmm. You share it with people who believe in you, who see the light in you, who will lift you and will not judge you. And that was really important for me. Like I knew I needed to have a support network. And so, you know, my soul sisters in you know, the writing retreats that we had, Christine, the Master Heart and all of that were certainly, you know, my support network. But I, I took that to heart and I started being careful, like who I shared things with. And I also looked for like my cheerleaders and, you know, a group of my family members. I asked them if it was OK that every time I finished a chapter, I would text them. And it was like six or seven of them. And they would text me back like, yay, you know, you finished a chapter. And they were like (laughs) cheering me on. And I love my Santos family for that because they really did cheer me on and they kept me motivated. And then I also knew I had, you know, soul sisters that I could just call up and say, hey, can you can you just talk me off the ledge right now? I don't need you to give me any advice, just hold space for me. I'm going to, you know, tell you what's going on. And they would hold space for me. And again, people who believed in me, and I can't tell you how many times that happened where they would say, you know, Anamani, I believe in you. Your work is important, you know, and they would bring love to the space. And I really believe that love is the elixir. It really is the answer to everything that, We are seeking everything that's in the way. And when we recognize that and we surround ourselves with people who love us in that way, 
we can accomplish anything. Indeed, indeed. And it saddens me the number of people that I see who are not selective with who they share their work with and go to the very person or very people who are least capable of holding that kind of space, of being the place of belief and of upliftment and of love and of really truly truly seeing the essence of who you as the the author this messenger are and it breaks my heart because and I always tell people like you you like you have to be so selective in who you who you share this with um because I've seen people stopped in their track because they went to the one or two people that were uh, like literally just they they, they were not able to hold that space. They're often the people that someone most want that validation and that confirmation from are also the people who are least capable of giving it. So I love Anumani and I know the sacred sisterhood, you know, they've experienced in my programs and the lifelong, you know, friendships um, developed. And it's just, it's a critical piece of um, navigating these tight turns. So I'm grateful that you shared that point. Anything yes, else you want to add to that? I was just going to say it really is. I I was one of those people that because I felt different and didn't feel safe in the world, I was trying to do everything by myself. And, and you really do need the support. You know, we're meant to lift each other up, to bring love to each other. We're all having a human experience and there's going to be moments you know, even in the depths of the work that I've done where, you know, my ego shows up or an inner critic shows up and I have to bring awareness to that space. And I still, you know, look for support from others to help me through those times. So it's okay to allow ourselves to be vulnerable that way, but we have to choose, you know, the people that are really going to lift us and hold us in a place of love. Yes. And while in some ways it's a deeply inner journey, this journey of unmasking your soul and really allowing yourself to be seen in the fullness of who you are and the highest, you know, expression of who you are, who you were put on this planet in this body at this time to be um, deeply inner journey is of course you can read about in Anamani's book, which is available over on the show notes. Um, and in the forthcoming book as well. But I, I love how much you talk about the importance of, you know, community, not being a lone ranger, not flying solo, because it is exhausting. I see authors just exhausted when they are thinking that they have to do it themselves and that they're all alone. And, you know, they don't have that sacred, you know, circle of support around them. And it's critical. It's cr- now not necessarily critical if you're going to like, if you're, you know, interested in just cranking a book out in a weekend or, you know, throwing together some blog posts and calling it a book. Like, you know, what we're talking about isn't necessarily critical for that kind of journey. But if you're listening to me and Anumani right now, chances are like you're in this book writing journey for the transformation, for the growth, for the expansion. And um, yeah, like no one should be doing it alone. They say it takes a village to raise a child. 
which it does. And mm-hmm. I believe that it takes a village to raise a book, you know, to birth a book. So it does. Yes. Yeah, it certainly does. So, um, what is like one nugget? And I know there's about a million inside of book one of the unmasking your soul series, but just based on what we're talking about today, the people that you're tuning, tuning into that might be listening to this episode, was one piece, part, nugget, message um, from your Unmasking Your Soul journey that you write about in your book that you feel is the one to be shared with people that are listening? Yeah, I would say the the Unmasking Your Soul journey really is about finding yourself or coming home to self which is the the name I was given when I started doing a series of workshops around this work, which was all downloaded. It helps you come home to that true part of you, the part of you that is having this human experience. You know, some call it the higher self. I call it divine self in my book. Others call it inner wise self. It is the, it is the part of you that has lived and accumulated all this amazing wisdom. It's connected to all that is. And it's like your inner GPS. In simplest terms, you can think about it as your intuition. And it wants to guide you. And we just have to open ourselves and surrender to it and be comfortable calling it forward. So even simply just saying, you know, I call forward my divine self. And I do that every day, by the way. And you will get to a point on your journey where you don't have to do that anymore because you're truly embodying that part of you. But it's the part of you that wants to guide you. It's the part of you that will help guide you write your book. It's the part of you that will help you, you know, in the times of fear. It's the part of you that loves you unconditionally. And so just with the intention of opening your heart to feeling that part of you come forward is part of what I help people experience as they work through my book, Unmasking Your Soul. Mm. Yes, indeed, you do. And I just want to make sure that everyone has a moment to really let that um Uh, I don't really want to call it an affirmation. It really is like a call. I just want that to land again. I call forward my divine self. So I am specifically going to invite you that when you sit down to write and you have these moments and you can hear the voice of chatter, self-doubt, overwhelm, confusion, uh, fear, whatever, start, you know, looping, and you look at the blank page and like you're just stuck in this loop and nothing comes out like that moment right there. That is a very powerful moment to bring forward um, this, this calling. I call forward my divine self and just, you can sit with that and be with that. And I assure you that the more you presence yourself to truly what you're calling forward, um, it will become easier to write the words like, the mind will quiet, the words will come. So thank you, Animani, for sharing, for sharing that. And I You're would welcome. just love, yes, 
um, you know, we've got a lot of people listening who aren't yet published authors like you are. Um, or working on, you know, next books. They're just trying to, you know, get through writing their first manuscript. And I know that one thing that motivates people is this, you know, idea of, you know, the impact that their book can have out there. And I know for a fact that some of the authors that I've, you know, been blessed to coach and to publish, like they've received letters from people, notes from people, um, you know, social media messages from people, literally thanking them for writing their book because it saved their life. Like they're now around for their children um, because they decided not to, you know, end things as a result of what they read and the message and the love that they received through the pages of the book, which is, you know, quite profound. But I mean, I know your book um, has definitely impacted readers in a deep, deep way. So can you um, just, you know, share a little snippet of a story as we, you know, come close to our, our wrapping up here. Um, but I want you to share the snippet of the story and I want you listening. I want you to just like imagine as you listen to what Anamani is about to share, like what that would be like for you to know that you did what it took you allowed, you navigated those, you know, little very difficult um, corners in the book writing journey. You call forth that divine self and you you have a book that's making a difference in the world. So I want you to hear Anumanu's story. Um, but as you hear her story, I want you to imagine like what it would feel like for you to hear a story like this and to know how your book is impacted. So um, does a reader come to mind that... Uh, had a profound experience with your book that really helped you see why you did all this? Yes. And uh, I think there were similar themes to this particular person, but it was uh, actually in chapter one when, so there's different chambers of light that we go to in the book and we start with divine love is the virtue for soul chamber of light one. And in that chapter, you know, I talk about uh, traumatic experience, you know, sexual abuse when I was a child and an experience I had where, you know, the divine was placing me in a situation with the abuser to find the spaciousness for compassion and forgiveness because I needed that to be able to move forward. And so I tell the story of, you know, um, being an adult now, I, the memory had been suppressed in me, but it, it started to come through when I had my dream of awakening. And, you know, this person is a distant family member and was going to be present at a barbecue, un, unbeknownst to me. And then I found out that he was going to be there. And I, you know, showed up. And I knew that the divine was asking me to, to see beyond the hurt and be able to see the light, you know, the soul of this person. And I remember getting there and, uh, and him actually coming up to me and, you know, giving me a hug. And I knew in that moment that I could forgive you know, that I was able to see beyond the hurt. There was information that was shared with me from my guides about why this had all happened. 
you know, part of it was for me to be able to teach others who had had similar experiences. So a reader that was reading that chapter, she was going through a very, very difficult time in her life. It's like she didn't know how she was going to open her heart to have compassion, to be able to forgive, you know, the person that had caused her some deep trauma in her life. And she said that as she read the words of that story, she started to feel a spontaneous healing in her body. And it opened the space for her to be able to forgive as well. And it's what she needed to be able to move forward in her life. So despite, you know, like when I was writing that, I remember a couple times rewriting and like being concerned and, and I kept getting the message, you have, you're not writing this just for you. You're writing it for others who have experienced similar experiences who, you know, and you can't force compassion. You can't force forgiveness. It will happen naturally when you are able to open your heart and see beyond the hurt. And that's what happened for me in that moment. And that's what happened for my reader. Incredible, incredibly incredible. Thank you so much for sharing that. And like, this is a beauty and power, I think, of us as authors, as the messengers, like really going into those places inside of us, because as we do, it truly facilitates healing for others. And I believe that the words that we put on the page are not only words like black ink on a white page or a cream colored page. But I believe as transformational authors that the words that you put on the page actually carry a vibration, carry an energy, carry a transmission, if you will. And, um, you know, it certainly seems on your mind that as she read your words, she was not only reading words, but she was reading the energetic transmission that those words held within them. Um, that had her body experience that healing and really had things, you know, shift and open up. So um, such an incredible story. And like this, this, this is what's possible for all of you as you write your own transformational books. So um, two things I want to cover. One more question for you on Imani. But first, I just want to make sure that everyone knows and I point you over to our um show notes for this episode, because not only do we have a link to Anamani's website, um, a link to her um, already published book, Unmasking Your Soul, book one, um, A Transformational Journey of Truth, Light and Healing. But also over there, you will see a link for an incredibly generous offer of a complimentary 20 minute um, one on one individual consultation with Anumani. So you'll, you know, right now, if you're that, like you're here to make that connection with her. And if so, I encourage you to go to the show notes and to click the link and to get on Anamani's calendar and have that private 20 minute consultation. Just, you know, see what unfolds for some of you. This is absolutely like one of the divinely ordained moments um, where the trajectory of your life could literally shift from here. So um, that is all in the show notes. So in closing, Anumani, what 
What is the most important thing you want our listeners to walk away with from today's episode? What do you want them to take in their heart and soul as they go forward from here? That there is something magnificent, majestic within each of us, unique to you, that only you can do in the way that you can. And the minute you open your heart to connect more deeply with that divine part of you, that magic starts to happen in your life. And I just send so many blessings to everyone listening to this because I'm so grateful to be where I am. I've had so much help and support, and I know that you will as well because the minute you say yes to your soul, the universe will bring you everything that you need. And love, you know, really is the answer to all of that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, you know, thank you for being on that virtual version of speak and write to make millions that uh, it might have been the vehicle that allowed us to connect and allow me to be a part of the journey. And, you know, really, as I said in the beginning, consider you, you know, a treasured soul sister on this path. So, and thank you, of course, for your time today. And I think every one of you can just feel the heart and the authenticity and the soul that Anumani has brought to this conversation. So I want not only want to thank you for your time, but I want to thank you for the um, essence that you bring everywhere you go and in every conversation that you have, um, you know, and here today. So thank you, my dear and friend. I, wanted, I want to thank you, Christine, because you, opened up something in me that I didn't even know was there. You know, I consider you a soul sister, a friend, you know, a mentor. And, you know, I am so honored to be on this journey with you and, and all the amazing folks in your community that I know have beautiful words to bring to the world. And so I want to, you know, send lots of love and blessings to all those folks and to you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And to those of you listening and participating in this space today, listening to this episode today, I want to thank you as always for being here, for being the kind of person who is, is on this journey, or you would not be here today. You would not have heard this conversation. You would not tuned into the whole, whole thing. If you are not here for this journey of transformational authorship for the unmasking of the soul that happens through the process. And I just want to thank you for your time and for your presence and for being the kind of person who is here to bring their light, their love, their healing into the world. And uh, certainly please do go to the show notes and take advantage of the resource that Anamani has put together there for you. Um, and I, I've got my resource there, you know, to help you get started with the transformational aspects of writing the book from the very first, first, first phase. And um, just thank you for your time and thank you for your presence today. All right, everyone. Well, until the next episode, as always, happy writing. Mm -hmm. 
Thank you for joining me for this episode of Get Your Book Done. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to everything we talked about today. And if you want my help with your book, head over to christinecloser.com to learn more and get a free copy of my book, The Transformation Quadrant, which will show you how to blueprint your book in 15 minutes or less. The Get Your Book Done podcast is where the leading conversation is happening for transformational authors everywhere. And I'm grateful you tuned in.